0: Hi and welcome to the bonus podcast of Love Laid Bare. How are we? So we are taking a break this week only because we released the Kelechi interview in two parts and that came out on Monday. So I'm just trying to give you guys time to catch up because I'm sure you don't really need to hear my voice, you know, twice in one week. So I know a lot of you haven't caught up um on all of the episodes so far, so um, please take the time out and um, get up to speed. Now, um, just to let you my, know my plans for Love Lady Bear, at the end of season two, I will be looking to do a kind of live review, so we'll have a panel discussion, um, we'll talk about some of the episodes, we'll talk about some of the things that came up, and just, you know, just, have a, just hash it out a little bit. Um, I get a lot of opinions coming back about what people thought. You know, the the, the the female infidelity episode has been extremely popular. Not that I wasn't expecting it, but I wasn't expecting it to be that big. But people really resonated with that episode. Um, majority, on a good way. Um, some people didn't necessarily... Um, take too kindly to um, Louisa and her approach to relationships so yeah so that's that just to give you a bit of information about what's going on so this is my first solo podcast I mean it won't be particularly long but I just thought I would um, just speak my mind on some things I, I saw a post today actually and it said um, something about, you know, being your man's piece. As not, not as in peace or sort of side piece, as in P-E-A-C-E. You know, you should be your man's peace. Now, I've seen this term flying around social media quite a lot over the last couple of years. And every time I saw it, it just got my back up. Now, I'll tell you why it gets my back up. Because that statement suggests that ordinarily women are not men's peace. We are annoying, nagging, aggravating and all of the other, you know, quite sexist terms that are kind of thrown um, around at women. And yeah, it just annoys... It literally, it just it just annoys me because it's very patriarchal in its tone. Um, and to be quite frank with you, the majority of people that I know, I come across, I interview for my shows, people I speak to afterwards, Ladies. you know, most of the time, it's not Bear. the woman that is causing the man aggro it's actually the other way around and it, it also jars me when i hear kind of women really champion this phrase yeah be be your man's peace guess what i can't be your peace until you provide me with peace how about that how about we both provide each other with peace why should, why should I be his piece? The thing is, we're all experiencing stuff out there. And, you know, why Why do we always have to rely on the woman to take the brunt and take the, the emotional burden? Why is that? You know, I don't want to get too, like, moany about this. <laughs> but... But it's just it's just a fact. Like it just it, it really annoys me. It really it really just rattles rattles me. Also guys, if you didn't know, I am a radio host and I am on every Sunday I do a live topical debate show. It's called Sunday Brunch with Dion and it's on Croydon FM, it's internet radio, and um I'm on from eleven to one pm. So if you'd be interested in listening to me on a sunday morning into afternoon you know a bit of lovely brunch please go to www.croydonfm.com and you can find me on every sunday at 11 a.m till 3 p.m who's this now me let's see what i've got saved in my um another thing i want to talk about is confidence now um I think motherhood, for example, does many things to you. I remember at the point where I'd given birth at home with no drugs and my labour lasted like five hours. um, I remember walking away from that thinking, I, if, if I can do that, if I can carry this life within me for... Ten months and deliver this seven-pound odd baby by myself with no intervention. I'm a warrior. I'm literally a warrior, and I felt like I could do anything. Now, the funny thing with motherhood is that, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if that applies to everybody, but that's just how I felt after giving birth. Um, but then what happens after motherhood or after you've given birth is that, you know, you, you have that moment, wow. the time where you're so consumed with your baby and it's all, it's, it's just all, oh, just it's just love, it's, it's obsession, it's, you know, you're not really thinking about yourself. And then something happens and you, you kind of get hit with a dose of reality and you're like, oh, okay, I still exist in this real world. And your confidence starts to dip now again this doesn't apply to everybody but you know a lot of mothers that I've spoken to kind of go for a similar thing you know I think for me personally you know I've not been working as an underwriter for a long time now you know I left my career to start a business um you know within that year I felt pregnant with my first child um You know, as a result of that pregnancy, I then kind of drifted away from the business just to focus on being a mother. And that's what I've been doing up until um, I decided on, you know, launching this podcast. And then, you know, in the middle, in the summer, that's when I started as a radio presenter. Now, you know, people have said to me, oh, my God, you know, I could never do that. That is so brave of you, you know, and everyone sends their congratulations and how proud they are but you never ever feel like you're really doing a good job like you may have moments where you think yeah I'm I you know I did a good job today or you know um this has been going well for a couple of weeks but I let me not say you I you know still kind of suffer with you know confidence you know you'd never you'd probably never know it by speaking to me i mean i'll give an example um, i went to a motivational event on monday and um there was this amazing speaker called nisha taylor and i'd met her outside i didn't know she was a speaker and i was saying oh wow you're blazer is fabulous and um after it finished um a friend of mine julie Russell, actually she is an author and she introduced me to Nisha and she was like, You know, this is Dion, she's a podcast host, she's a radio presenter, recording FM, and really talking me up. And I literally was like, Oh my God, that's not me, but it is me. And I felt so embarrassed, and it's ludicrous because she wasn't saying anything that wasn't true. However, I didn't feel confident. know I was you know inside I was kind of shriveling up and I was saying no don't tell her that because then she's gonna have an expectation and you know I think the funny thing with me is that I I relish in a challenge and the worst thing you can do is tell me that I can't do something because guess what I'm going to do it and I'm going to make sure that I do it very very well so it's like whilst I, I whilst I have that drive to do it, yeah. the confidence levels are still low. It's in, it's. I mean, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Um, you know, I, I think what I would say, and you know, it's it's very easy to talk up somebody else, and I think a key thing that we all need to learn is how to talk up ourselves. At this event, um, the the CEO of Cake Clothing actually he he bought a picture out of himself and he says the only person i'm in competition with is myself i gas up i gas up myself to my picture every single day and i was like wow yeah that is exactly what we all need to do we all need to have that picture where we look absolutely stunning flawless um you know dressed well looking like Love. the boss or you know the you know the the, the, the most Fair. the most highest version of ourself and we need to look at ourselves and, and and boost ourselves up this is you this is what you can achieve this is what you can do um so yeah that was um that was really interesting that was um that was really good now next week um, I will be releasing a podcast with um, I'll be so next week week I'll be releasing a podcast with Gwenton Slowly now Gwenton Slowly is the director of Crying Sons Uh, he is a government advisor he's also written a book about his life story Very, very interesting book. I had him on my radio show back in August, I believe it was, and he agreed to do a podcast with me as well. I must say, I am very blessed with, you know, some of the guests that I've had on and that are coming on. Kalechi last week and this week was amazing. Honestly, she is so knowledgeable and she's actually such a bundle of energy and you know as much as she can come across a bit feisty online I mean she is feisty but she's actually a beautiful soul like literally when she walked in the room she just has this buzz of energy about her and I and I understand why she is just taking major strides right now like I totally get it Um, Gwenton Slowly, you know, he is an amazing speaker, um, I've seen him, I've seen, I think I've seen him speak twice now, um, and, you know, I've seen him, you know, do a few debates on some panels, the things on, you know, on, you know, ITV, Channel 4, Channel 5, what have you, and, you know, again, this is another man who has, who displays great confidence, you know. And I think it just goes to show, listeners, that when you when you do something that you love, you will never work a day in your life. And when you do something that that, that you love, the confidence naturally builds. Now, I'm still very early in my journey, you know. I only started the podcast, what, back in March, April this year? Well, I actually started, you know, really started putting it, started putting it together in January. And the first episode was then launched in March, April time. Um, but the idea of Lovely Bear came a lot earlier. I think I'll share the story with you about that, actually. Um, now, I have a daughter. She's very young. She just turned two on the weekend, actually. And I remember last, last year, I was feeling really, really down. Um, you know, I had a lot of stuff going on in my life. And really, the only time that I got to myself was when I went to the nail shop on a Sunday not every week, every other Sunday but that was guaranteed alone time because I'm never going to take her to the nail shop to breathe in all those fumes and I remember driving and I felt so low I felt so, so low Um, you know, the car journey is not even 10 minutes and I think I was sitting in traffic and I was just sitting there like this pain is so bad, I don't even know how I'm going how am I going to get out through this you know whilst also trying to be you know the best mother that I can and something said to me turn your pain to pay I was like turn my pain to pay how 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 so I was thinking, what does that mean? Like, literally, because it just popped in my head. I was like, okay, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. Um, and then I drove a little bit more, and I was just like, what does that mean? And then it came into my head, and something said, love laid bare. So I was I, I was, like, what does that love laid bare? What is that love. love laid bare? So I was like... So I got into the nail shop, and... I was sitting there thinking, like, what is Love Laid Bear? So then they did my toes first. So whilst they were doing my toes, I googled Love Laid Bear because I wanted to know, it, what, what, like, is there anything out there that maybe I've heard of? Anyway, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't come up with anything really other than a hymn called Love Laid Bear. So I was like, okay, I, I've never heard this hymn before. Uh, I don't know what this means. So. After spending a bit of time really kind of... Really trying to figure out what this meant. What I finally came up with was... Is that... um, Love encompasses all things. Everything is love. Everything is love. Now, when we're talking about humans and interaction... You know, our love... You know, is formed in many ways. Now, love can include you know, your family, your children, your friends, your work, your passions, all those things that you love to do. Now, the laid bare is stripping away all of the bits that we use to kind of hide and cloak ourselves and literally laying yourself out raw because that is what I was doing. I was I think over the course of yeah. uh, you know the years, I had you know packed away a lot of emotional traumas and i and I wore the 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 appearance of somebody that was coping very well you know my friends would tell me you know you You make us wonder how... They would say to me, you make things look easy. The stuff that you have gone through and go through, we'd be on the floor. But here you are, you're up, and you keep it moving. And... It wasn't until I think I started to go to counselling that I realised how much um, of a wall of protection I'd put around my own emotional traumas, but it wasn't intentional. So when I kind of realised that, I knew that in order for whatever the lovely bear was, it would require me to lay myself out there and that would then encourage other people to do the same because essentially what I'm trying to do is get people to face their emotional traumas um, and understand that traumas come from a variety of different places. Now, you will see by the topics that I've covered that They're all things that can affect your mental health. You know, if you are having persistent um, problems with an ex-partner who happens to be the mother or father of your child, that can cause you stress. We all know what stress can lead to. We all know what high levels of cortisol can do. You know, stress kills. Now, before stress kills, stress does many other things to your body. And this is where I am trying to jump in and kind of say, guys, look, this is what we're all going through because we're all actually going through the same things. Maybe not at the same time, but we all are effectively going through the same things. It's nothing to be ashamed of, you know, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. And you know what? To be honest with you, I've had so many people contact me after episodes and say, do you know what? Thank you for talking about that because it's actually making me feel like I'm not alone, you know? Um, I've had men message me, which I think... I feel like men don't... I feel like men don't have um, as much of a platform as women do. And, you know, men are taught really not to express their emotions and then we wonder why, you know, the suicide rate is through the roof for men. Um... So for me, it's important that I address male topics particularly because A, I want women to understand men and B, I want men to understand themselves. And they can't do that without hearing a male voice. So I want to thank all the men that have come onto the platform this far, the men that I've got scheduled in for the future, um, all the men I haven't even discovered yet. You know, um, we're gonna make a very, very big difference, and we're gonna help a lot of people. You know, I've always said, even if one person listens to my podcast and takes something away from it, that's my job done. You know, although you know the 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 initial the initial message I got was turn your pain to pay. I don't know if that's directly yeah. through the podcast. I mean, I don't make any money from doing the podcast or the blog. Um, I do this for the love. I do I do it because I have a passion. I do it because um, I want to help people heal. Um, you know, I've always been the friend that will sit down, listen, and reason with you. I've always had the widest shoulders. So for me, this is nothing new. This is a skill set that I have. No. Um, I'm very lucky in that people trust me, trust me enough to want to do this with me, you know. um, I think very much in the first episode, um, there wasn't a lot of people that were willing to speak about their stories on the podcast, but were more willing to do an anonymous interview, whereas with season two... It's almost been the complete opposite it's been a complete flip around in terms of majority so I'm very grateful for that I feel like there's definitely um, more awareness about mental health and um, the things that can affect it and I feel like it's becoming less of a taboo and I champion that because that's exactly what I want with Love Lay Bear now with that being said um, I want to thank all of the listeners now um, I've done this before but Honestly, this season, you know, the listenership has grown so much and, you know, that I've had I've got listeners in, you know, in Brazil, in Russia, China again, Japan, um, Ukraine, Belgium. Did I say Brazil already? Brazil. You know, South Africa. Honestly, like, I, I, I still get so stunned by... The people that are tuning in. So I want to say a very big thank you. Thank you to everybody that shared the episodes, um, reposted, Love. you know, all that kind of stuff. Late. Thank you to all the people that have reached out and asked me for information about therapists and stuff like that. You know, you make, you make me, you make me feel like my job is worthwhile you know all the silent listeners all the you know the blog readers as well thank you so much now um, if you want to listen to us on apple podcast soundcloud just search for us and subscribe this podcast is only going to be available to those who subscribe so tell a friend tell a friend now you can follow us on twitter instagram and facebook and that's lovely bear we also have a lovely bear discussion group so please feel free to join that too So I'm going to sign off for this week and I will catch up with you guys next week for our interview with Mr. Gwenton Slowly. Have a good week. See you soon.